More Stories Podcast. I'm Jay Moore. Sly and the Family Stone. You can make it if you try. I mean, there's no truer words than that. You can make it if you try. That's it. We're all going to be okay. Say the goddamn words. We're going to be okay. <laughs> I get asked a lot in interviews what uh, makes me laugh as a comedian. And what I tell you for a decade, I didn't have an answer. It's, it's more, really like 20 years. I did, I'd go, uh, midget, walking downstairs holding a cigarette, and he thinks there's an extra step at the bottom and kind of does a little quarter. Like, I would just make something up. But now I have the three things that actually make me laugh the most. And I'm not, they're not made up for a joke. These are, the, I, I examined this for 20 years. Number three, when somebody snores so loud, they wake themselves up. It's simple. They snore so loud and they wake up and they look around. They always kind of look like a baby. Speaking of looking like a baby, this might be on my top three, but I don't know how to explain it to an audience, so I'll explain it to you guys, a different audience, I guess. More personal. You guys are my friends. I love you and you know I mean that. You, you better know I mean it. I'm paddleboarding with my landlord and my buddy. Now he's like my best friend, Carl. Me and Carl are paddleboarding. He goes, hey, JJ, I like bad... This is two years ago in the summertime. He goes, I got a bad chicken or something. I, I got to go home, go take a shit. I'm like, okay, bro, let's go. We're paddling back home. And Carl goes, uh, yeah, I, like, I look over. He's just undoing his drawstring in his bathing suit, which was comical because for some reason, like my drawstrings always get stuck in the waistband and I got to hand them to Teresa, my son's uh, nanny. Well, I hate the word nanny. She's like, she's saying Teresa, man. It's I gotta give them to her and she take, gets them out with like a, a safety pin. But I look over at a paddleboard. It's a choppy day, too. And Carl's strings in his shorts, his bathing suit, each one's like two feet long. So his hands are way out in front of him. He goes, I'm not gonna make it. He goes off. <laughs> Sorry. Not sorry at all. He he jumps in the ocean off his paddleboard. It's a giant yellow banana-looking paddleboard. And he pulls his bathing suit down and puts it on the board. His elbows are on top of his bathing suit. So, like, from... Oh, God. So, from, like, his diaphragm down is in the ocean. Because he's got diarrhea shitting into the ocean. So his arms, his elbows and forearms and hands are on top of the paddleboard. So it's taking longer than he thinks. So he puts his head down in his head. I'm alone in the car and I'm acting this out. He puts his face like his chin down in his hands. like. But his ass is floating on the water because he's on a paddleboard. So I just see this like 50-year-old man. He's like... I don't know how to explain Carl. Like a handsome Duck Dynasty. He's not... I don't even like saying Duck Dynasty because there's nothing redneck about him. He's like really smart. He's taught me almost everything I know about the ocean that my grandfather didn't already. More. And he's he's my man. So his ass is floating in the ocean and with his hands in his... Uh, his head in his hands, he looked like his own baby photo. <laughs> you know the baby photos where like they put their chin in their hands like... Oh, I'm coy. <laughs> my butt's in the air because I'm wearing a big fat diaper with pee in it. Nope. I'm shitting in the ocean 40 feet from the beach. Oh, God. I love, 
I wish I had footage of a leopard shark going. Look at this asshole. Oh, God. The shark goes back to the crew. He's covered in Carl's spray. Quit it, guys. It could have happened to any of us. Uh, am I high? I'm talking like a fucking pothead. So, number three laugh for me is when somebody snores so loud they wake themselves up. Because they don't wake up because it's so loud. They don't go, and they hear that and go like, hey, what's that noise? They wake up because they're drowning. (laughs) So there's like a panic in their face that they can't really explain because they're just unconscious. Suddenly they're conscious and terrified. And they look around and no one's doing anything. Like no one's reacting like they're dying. So they got to play it off like they're cool by saying some sentence. But that sentence gives them away. Because you wouldn't say that if you were actually sleeping. Like, they're... What? <clears throat> that field there. They're playing on it. You're like, okay, so you're just asleep. They're drowning. <clears throat> oh. The number two thing that makes me laugh. Same scenario. Somebody falls asleep, they wake themselves up. <clears throat> but then they, then they look at you like you were messing with them. That's why they woke up. Because they have, like, such a look of betrayal. Like, how could you? <clears throat> hey, what the fuck? Don't look at me. I'm playing Mike Tyson's punch out across the room. You're the one snoring like Shemp from the Three Stooges. The number one laugh for me of all time. Number one. I'm a comedian. Internationally known. Generationally known. Millions of dollars. Millions of minutes of content. Literally. Five, six. I don't even know how many specials, honestly. I did two this summer. None of it is as funny as this. Nothing happened. And this happened to me twice because God likes me a lot. A heavy woman in a CVS parking lot, both times. One was white, one was black. A heavy woman, it'll make sense in a second why they gotta be heavy. Both both times it was a Cadillac. The heavy woman has to rock herself out of that like sunken sort of Cadillac seat, lurches forward, and her titties hit the horn, and then this scares her. Oh, oh, and the door. <laughs> I've seen that two times. Twice. Oh, I'm just lucky. I have great parking karma. I pull up to a play. Me and Corey went to see New Kids on the Block. And I parked next to the New Kids on the Block bus. <laughs> Every time somebody asked me or said, like, you can't come in here, I'm like, friends and family. And I would just hold up my wallet, like how cops show their badge. I'm just holding a wallet. I go, friends and family. Oh, look, I got a, I have a, a leather thing I put plastic cards and can and paper into. Um, I got good parking karma. Good things happen to me. This is what happened to me today. This is for real. I'm not, but this, uh, today. Fucking went through this fucking quarantine shit. How, how am I going to get to a gangbang if there's a quarantine? Well, how am I going to go to the other apartment to get my gangbang socks? Lisa Ann was on the podcast. I go, how come when I watch porn, there's a gangbang? Black guys are all wearing socks. And she goes, some guys got like a knee brace, like a weightlifting belt. And she goes, that's in case they step on each other's foot while they're having sex. I go, that's what would make me come. It was me, Corey, and Lisa Ann in a hotel room together, like sitting on the bed. I'm like, this is my life. This is weird. 
me and Corey are in bed with the most famous porn star of all time. Oh, okay. This is what happened to me today during quarantine for COVID. COVID-19. I'm actually in quarantine for COVID-22. I'm just getting a head start on that. So here's the thing. I'm in Malibu. I'm going to go to my other apartment in Playa Vista, close to my son's school, do some laundry, come back to Malibu. Suddenly I'm in Van Nuys, which is in the valley. So in Malibu on Pacific Coast Highway, I take Pacific Coast Highway south. Well, it's actually, I'm going to nerd out. It's actually east because Santa Monica Bay is kind of... Bottom line is, I go in the other direction. I take Malibu Canyon because I thought it would be pretty. Next thing I know, I'm in Van Nuys. This just happened to me a couple hours ago. Right now, it's 11 p.m. on uh, Wednesday night. I went to drive to Playa Vista. Half hour later, basically, I woke up in Van Nuys. I drove over the hill, Malibu Canyon, into the San Fernando Valley. It's a 12-mile reroute for no reason. I don't know Van Nuys. I don't know the valley. I used to coach at Crispy High School in Encino, and I, I, I would get lost almost every single day just going from the 101 freeway to whatever the exit was. I still don't know. There's a garage sale. We're in quarantine right now, right? Social distancing. There is a garage sale. There's like 20 people in the driveway. I put my mask on, a welder's helmet, 44 condoms, wrap myself in bubble tape, bubble wrap, uh, more bubble tape, and I have my dick scotch guarded. And I walk up the driveway. I say, hey, but I realize that I'm going up the driveway. I don't know if this guy's having a yard sale. Maybe he's just a fucking hoarder and he's got all the shit on the yard. I've seen it growing up my whole life in New Jersey. So I'm wearing a mask and through the mask I go, hey, what are the odds you're actually selling some of this stuff? He goes, are you Skippy? I go, I don't believe so. I'm Jay. And he goes, you're not Skippy. I go, no. And he goes, Skippy's supposed to be here. I go, well, I, I, I believe you. But I, my name is not Skippy. I'm just curious if you're having a garage sale. He goes, yeah, look. I go, well, if you're not having a garage sale, this is a really embarrassing moment. So I just wanted to be clear. I realize he has no idea what I'm saying because I'm wearing a mask. How come nobody's robbed a bank? I can't think of everything. I look down on a coffee table. Why am I at a garage sale? I look down at a coffee table. There's a tiny Bible like the size of a phone. Like an iPhone. And on top of it, it's like a book of... I'm not sure what the book was. It was like a religious kind of book, like Guide to Your Saints type thing. But it was a little older, like from the 50s. And I was drawn to it. When I opened it up, there was, you know when you go to a funeral, there's a card for you with a prayer on it. Sometimes it's laminated. There's like 40 of these in there. And I go, hey, uh, was this your dad's? And I'm like, why the fuck would you say that? He goes, that was my dad's. I go, wow. I go, you can't sell this. It's kind of personal. He goes, nah, we, we got a lot of stuff. It's just a thing. It's just, I go, no, 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 this is, there's personal things in here. So the guy put the book out to sell without looking inside, I suppose. But I opened to the page where all these cards were of funerals of people. The guy goes, I'll hold the book for you. It's fine. Like, he's not annoyed, but he's gonna, he thinks I just don't want to hold the book anymore. He opens the book and goes, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Hey, were you sent here by God? I turn around. He's putting the book in his pocket. The guy's crying. It was his dad's book. And it was personal. He looks at me. He goes, Where'd you come from? Did God send you here? This just happened to me. 
did God send you here? I go, who knows, man? Who knows? And then I realize, and I say to the guy through my mask, I live in Malibu. He goes, why are you here? I go, I have no idea. That's what happened. It's a weird time. And I don't know what the message is, but that was extraordinary. And it's been a freaky week. Have you guys had weird weeks spiritually? Electronic stuff going wacky? You think maybe your mom or your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your brother, your sister is kind of kind of communicating with you? I don't know, because I know my mom's talking to me. I know it. It's very clear when it's my mom communicating with me after uh, this life. Very clear. I'm holding something that's closed, like say a bag of pistachios from the market. And as I'm putting stuff away, pistachios hit the counter, but the bag's not open. That's my mom. Change falls out of my pockets, but I don't have any change in my pockets. I pick up a thing of Starburst. The Starburst hits the counter. A lot of sweets. I know I'm like a sugar addict. That's my mom's like gag. I come home the other day with Yasmin, my assistant, was here uh, at my apartment in Malibu watching my dogs. I go into my son's little, it's not a bedroom, it's like there's a sheet hanging there. It's like an alcove with a mattress. And the iron's on blinking on the floor. I go, hey, this is not safe. She comes in, she goes, whoa. She didn't put it there. There's an iron on the floor in my son's room, plugged in. I'm the only one that lives here. It's plugged. I don't iron. I wear t-shirts from wrestling camp. It's plugged into the wall, it's blinking, and it's not hot. And it, she completely goes, oh, oh, like she's kind of freaked out. I'm like, no, this is really beautiful and cool. I'm just curious if you guys have found in the stillness, it's actually served you and opened you up to a more connected moment-to-moment, being-in-the-moment life. Because I'm real present now, and I'm, I can't be alone. There's no way I'm alone. I was at an AA meeting once. I'm not advertising AA. That's what worked for me. If you want what I have, I can show you what I did. That's all I know. A guy at my AA meeting that I, my home one, I used to go to on Sunday when I lived somewhere else. In the middle of his speech, it was a boring speaker, man, which is rare at this one meeting. Like, there's stars that go there. I met my friend once from Boston. He goes, Chappie, what's up, bye? I love you, Papa. He goes, JJ, I don't want to break the guy's anonymity, but one of them uh, there was a beetle. I go, huh? I bet it was George. or J- No, it was John, I bet. <laughs> I wonder which Beetle it was. Let's see. Paul and Ringo are alive. So if I was going to pick between Paul and Ringo, hmm, I'm going to go with the ugly one. Drinking his cock off because he's Ringo. Great drummer. Nobody cares because he's standing next to fucking hot Paul who looks like a, a, a Norwegian woman. Then and now. She loves you. Yeah, yeah. Oi, fool like more meatballs. I don't even know what the fuck I just said. I don't even know what my point was. My point was stay connected, right? Be more uh, spiritual, not religious. Spiritual, big difference. Somebody said, oh, the guy, the speaker at the meeting goes, there's me. He was a boring speaker, like 20 minutes. Like, oh my God. In the middle of all this cacophony of bullshit and noise. Maybe I was just having a bad day. He goes, look, there's me and the universe. And that's fucking impossible. Whoa. Think about that. There's me and the universe, and that's fucking impossible. There's you, who you are right now listening. And then there's the universe. Like some No, man. You're the universe. I know it sounds like hippy dippy crystal Topanga Canyon stuff, but this is a trying time. I don't know what trying means. I don't talk like that. This is a hard time. 
We're fucking scared. People are dying. There's more people dead than the Korean War. There's no guns. They're coughing. Fucking ventilator talk and president's giving shout out to fucking peat moss companies in Tennessee. It's a scary, scary time. We're going to be okay. We will just annex the COVID virus like we annexed influenza, like we annexed, you know, uh, other things that we deal with seasonally, I guess. It's not a hoax. It's crazy. I feel like there's something they're not telling us as well. I'm not a conspiracy guy, but something's up. The fact that we can clone animals, you can take a DNA, a double helix, and replicate it. But first you have to get a fucking microscope that's the size of a house. Like, what? You can clone a living thing. Nobody has any idea what the fucking coronavirus is. I I don't know. I have to just go, I mean, I feel great. I physically, I feel fantastic. Cut to Keith Morrison voice over a Polaroid picture of me on a refrigerator. Jay Moore, comedian. But who is laughing at his death? Will. (sighs) You guys have really reached out to me a lot and asked me about the podcast. And I'm going to tell you, that's the reason you're listening to this right now. You guys are... You're beautiful. I love you. You've given me a great life. I feel healthy. And um, if I didn't watch the news or see a bunch of people dressed like Asian people in the airport all the time with masks and fucking visors, like there's a poker room someplace that I don't know about, I would never know anything was askew. But things are really askew. It's a weird time. We are going to be okay. Okay? Says me. I fucking guarantee it. Uh, I feel really good just talking to you guys. What happened to me today was a spiritual experience. This fucking guy in the middle of the street. All right, I'm just ad-libbing now because I don't want to go. All right, y'all. If you see a big woman in a Cadillac in a CVS parking lot, text me, hit me up, and I'll be there in a minute to watch her hit her titty on the horn. Oh, oh, oh. I love you. Peace. Peace.